Not exactly radio here once again. It's a. Uh, it's been a weird time. Um, it's been. I don't know. It's just been a weird time. Everyone's kind of adjusting to some things. Right now, we're going to be primarily just uh, doing this via remote, so everyone is in their respective homes, safely there, while we get through this whole thing together. Uh, and we will. We'll get through this together. It's going to be. It's going to take some time, but we're going to get there. Uh, anyways. Back to the program, not exactly radio. With me, your host Benny K and Tony, just in quarantine, Tony, just in quarantine, Tony. And of course, since we are doing this remotely, we're gonna bring on Kevin whenever possible. Kevin, welcome back to the show. It's been eighty-four years since I've had human contact. <laughs> it is. It's kind of rough, like in this situation right now, like. I think about that. I try to reach out to my friends that are just living by themselves because, like, if they're so, they're quarantined, it, it's like, I don't know, it's a thing. And I, I remember I reached out to you a couple days ago making sure everything was cool. Like, if you needed some groceries or something like that, I don't fucking know. Anything that you need. Uh, but how are you doing? How are you holding up right now, Kevin? We're doing well. Uh, I have a little bit of normalcy in my life being a, uh, what's the phrase? I've been calling them for? troops. He's a troop. troop. He's, uh, he's out oh, there on the front it. lines. An essential employee. Essential uh, employee. He's a troop. <laughs> so outside of the fact that... Fighting the virus. He's not on the front lines. Those hospital workers. But he is doing some shit out there. He's like on an aircraft carrier type of thing where he's pushing some things out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, helping the manufacturing to <laughs> fight the war and whatnot. And so, okay. He's Rosie so, the Riveter, basically. Okay. Basically. Right. That's basically wow, we are really throwing out some throwing out some things here. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, we still, we still got to do our thing. We still got plenty of music to listen to. Mm-hmm. And uh, today we're bringing you something that's absolutely one of my favorite albums because I listened to it a shitload between the ages of, mm, I don't know, 7 to, I don't know, now, 31. Uh, so uh, All those years of puberty. All the time. <laughs> Still waiting for my balls to drop. That's what I'm waiting for. Um, <laughs> don't tell Amber. Anyways, um, so we're bringing you right now Sugar Ray's 1459. And uh, the thing about this album, uh, if you listen to the rest of Sugar Ray's music, what is awesome about Sugar Ray is that every album sounds a little bit different or goes into a different direction. But I should say they still have like a certain sound to them. Uh, this one just kind of falls right in the middle between where they had this, um, transition between, uh, almost like a rock, almost, almost, I almost say butt rock, but not completely butt rock because I think Mark McGrath is kind of way too sexy in his voice to make it butt rock. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but, uh, but uh, this is like the transition between, uh, their rock time and their, Pop time, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fourteen fifty nine yes. is that good, that good middle ground where you have like both aspects of Sugar Ray. Because um, Sugar Ray actually did just come out with a new album last year. I think it was last year. Yes, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, which was like a reference to a rapper, which is weird. Little Yachty. Oh, Little Yachty. Yeah, yeah Little Yachty. Like, why? <laughs> he wasn't on I, it you- at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just saying they have a little yacht. E. Like, <laughs> like, spelled like a yeah, confounding, little. confounding. I think it, I, I think what they were trying to do with that last album that they came out with was they were just being like, "This is good 
beach music. <laughs> Put, play this yeah. on your yachts. Yeah. They've never heard a and, little yachty song either. They just assume he's like a Hawaiian <laughs> rapper or something. Absolutely. Right. Got Lil that. Yachty. He's obviously like a cross between Jimmy Buffett and Seals Croft, right? <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy fucking I really Buffett. hope our era Jimmy Buffett when we're older is like a rapper that just raps about having a good time instead of does the... <laughs> We were chatting it up last night. I'm telling you, it's Kenny Chesney. Kenny Ch- Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm going to say Snoop Dogg's uh, resurrects his career yet again, and he's <laughs> Jimmy Buffett at like 90 years old. Hey. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Uh, but yes, Sugar Ray uh, came out with a new album. I didn't mind it for the most part. I didn't like a lot of it, but I didn't mind some Well, of it. you did give us uh, one of the songs from it. What was it again? Because it was a good song. I did. It was uh, 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 it was like Make It, e- Make it Easy. Make It Easy. Uh, so, which yes, could have fit um, on this one, of course. It could have. It really <laughs> could have. That's why, that's why I was really excited when Make It Easy came out. I heard it and I was like, oh, this sounds like some 1459 shit because they had, they had like uh, music for cougars. That wasn't really that great. I actually didn't remember listening no. to the whole album. I wasn't really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like Pursuit of Happiness was pretty good, but that almost became too poppy for me a little bit. Uh, uh, Sugar Ray Self-Titled was very excellent. I thought Sugar Ray Self-Titled was actually like uh, kind of in the same realm as 1459, just a little bit more towards the pop side, but still very well done. Um but what was I getting at? I don't even fucking remember. Um, Make it easy. Hey, hey, hey. I'm yeah. gonna I'm I'm go to the tr- transition. I'm gonna do it. Okay, I'm transition. Gonna... Uh, so yeah, if you couldn't tell, <laughs> this is another series from uh, extremely my shit. And if you can't tell whose shit it extremely is, what? Whose is it? Is it? Is it's it Benny. We're not gonna keep that up anymore. <laughs> uh, so, but let me tell you a little bit about it. For me. Yeah, I probably should shut the fuck up. Uh, here's the skinny. It's the third <laughs> studio album from American Rockers. American Rockers. I sound so cool when I say that, but uh, su- <laughs> Sugar Ray. By the way, Mark McGrath was partying at Mar-a-Lago on uh, New Year's Day. So uh, okay, think about yeah. that. I was wondering why <laughs> that line was in there. I was like, it just says Mark McGrath party at Mar-a-Lago. I'm like, all right, just, yeah, all right, just okay, just. Just so you know, he's MAGA. Anyways, going on. <laughs> I, see, this is why I don't look this shit up, Tony. Because now I'm just mad. All you hear is I am assholes. really... <laughs> but, don't uh, worry, 14, you know, How do you know? Just, be, just, because, just because he went to Mar-a-Lago doesn't mean he's MAGA, is he? Right? Or has he that's, said it? That's giving money directly to Trump. Like, that's basically handing your credit card over to him. That's his country club. Just fucking move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so 1459 so was released on January 12, 1999. Peaked at 17. And it's quadruple platinum, Damn. which is a lot of mm-hmm. fucking record sales. <laughs> I bought most of those. <laughs> what did you buy? <laughs> I bought one. I'm just kidding. He's that I think That'd you... That'd be so fucking He's that I think you should leave. Sketch, sketch where he buys too many a shit <laughs> and he's trying to sell it off to people yeah. I thought it was gonna be a hit instead it fucking gotta make sucks it Sugar Ray money man uh, the name of the album is self-deprecating the 1459 <laughs> signifying that their 15 minutes of fame had one second left on the clock 
And that mm. and that was because uh, they exploded before this album with the reggae single "Fly," which, like you said, wasn't you know butt rock, which they were doing yeah. before that. Yes. <laughs> so, so they write this song that isn't like them at all, blow up, and then everybody assumed, well, you don't write that kind of music, so you're gonna suck now. So they were going, yep, I guess our 15 minutes of fame are up. And then instead, what they drop here and why it is so good is basically it is a top tier like pop punk album. And pop punk. Absolutely. Everybody has to handle it. Pop punk's one of the better genres. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, I agree. Um, I think the only time it gets bad is when it's just too over, you know, produced and whatever. But like any pop punk that has that punk still in it. I'm doing absolutely. I'm doing. I'm doing the Italian chef over here. <laughs> I have the, 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 the yes, yes, the chef's kiss. Ah, any thoughts, Kevin? Um, or I'll continue. You can continue. Okay. <laughs> any thoughts, Ben? Oh, I have tons, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, the song "Glory" was an American Pie because it should have. Because again, pop punk is as Amer- is American Pie, and that movie had a lot of pop punk in it. There was another song from their self-titled album that was on one of the scary movie. I think it was Scary Movie 2, I think. Or maybe it was the first one. Uh, the parody of the horror movies. Um, they had, I forgot what the song was called. I think it was called Burning Dog. That's on um, the, uh, that's on 1459 here. No, it's not. Burning Dog. Burning yeah. Dog? Yeah. Oh, wait. It I'm is. an idiot. Sorry. No, sorry. That was not the one that was on the um, uh, on scary movie. I'll find it. Keep talking. I'll be right back. <laughs> But yeah, so the song "Glory," uh, it just makes sense that uh, that again, this is like a top tier pop funk album, and pop funk was all over that soundtrack, that, which makes it Absolutely. a great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the album was generally well received, except for Entertainment Weekly. Uh, <laughs> David Brown of Entertainment Weekly was less positive and stated, "It's generally hard to hate Sugar Ray." Still listening to 1459 is a somewhat sad, depressing experience. Why? <laughs> the album is the sound of a band resigned to the possibility that they may be one-hit wonderkins and that the two million fans who bought their last album may have moved on to Bare Naked Ladies. Hey. <laughs> Trashing. No, no reason Damn. to drag BNL. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that they about? Catch, why'd they catch a stray? <laughs> That's it. Fucking They're just fucking Kevin getting super trying to walk friend- into the sh- store and they just get hit by a stray <laughs> bullet in this drive-by of Sugar Ray. And, uh, <laughs> no! So, uh... Um, bad for him? <laughs> here comes um, another transition. Ben, you want to okay, get into yeah. this? Let's do it. Let's get into it. Also, that song was Sorry Now. That was on their uh, self-titled album. Mm, That's what the song was nice. That song was Let's nice. start with the origin. How did you come here to this album? How did, how did I come to this album? I remember listening to the song someday on the radio and getting super excited every time it came on the radio. Um, <clears throat> so then I was like, I need to fucking buy this album. And I actually thought at one point that Everclear and Sugar Ray were the same band. <laughs> because I thought... Uh, <laughs> Because the the song the song Father of Mine by Everclear reminded me uh, like I was like oh cool the song Someday and Father of Mine are totally the same band I don't know why I thought of that because I remember finding Someday on this album and I was like where's Father of Mine why the fuck is it? and then you know growing up I found out that it was you know Everclear <laughs> not fucking Sugar Ray um, 
But that's how it was. I remember just like every time it came on the radio, uh, there was this radio station I used to live and listen to that was in the Green Bay area, and they always had like a top nine at nine, and uh, for a little bit, Sugar Ray would be on the top nine at nine, and I remember there was uh, a couple days in a row where it was like number one, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, and then it would slowly move down the list and like, you know, finally get off of it. Um, But that's, I mean, that's how much I listened to the radio at that time and how much I wanted to hear this song, and, uh, and, uh, that's how I came into lo- loving Sugar Ray. And that is yeah, also... Uh, to, oh. oh, You know, no, no. Kevin, go first. Go ahead, uh, Kevin. To kind of speak to your uh, confusion with Everclear there, like they're both super beach-drenched uh, alternative yeah, rock bands. absolutely. Uh, and the album cover here for 1459 being a dog on top of a diving board at a pool. Uh, yeah. Like... Could you could you have a uh, better mindset than like kind of just going into this album with that image? Like absolutely, yeah, yeah. Just saying, I just it, remember like getting this album and then just like seeing that pool party and like looking it all over when my little seven year old self was just like, oh wait, what the fuck? Nineteen ninety nine. I was eleven. Yeah, yeah eleven years old. Um, just remember, like, looking all over this album and everything. It was super cool. Go ahead, Tony. Sorry. No, no. I, I was uh, doing the transition again. But oh, okay. it was mostly just because how, like, again, radio was king back then. Album sales yeah. were king back then. Get a hit song on the radio. You were pushing albums out. That's how we came that's to how I got. That's that's how I got the album. And shit. that's how we came to a lot of our early music is mm-hmm. just, yeah. holy shit, song on the radio gotta buy mm-hmm. that whole album even if it's yeah. bad i'm gonna pretend it's really good but, <laughs> yeah, but thankfully this one like, is good i do have to say that uh, uh an example of an album that you want to be good from one song is uh lou bega uh, <laughs> yeah we've had this we've had this <laughs> argument before and since we're in the 90s anyway i wanted to say that uh i thought the album was pretty good when I was younger, and then I listened to it again. I'm like, this is not, not like, good. It's not that great. That's not great. It's not, it wasn't. It wasn't all <laughs> trash. There's like some songs on there that were okay. Okay, so I'm not gonna kill Lou Bega because he only had one hit song. Some of his other songs were okay. Hey, he still but got I a career have liked it as much Germany, as I did. So he's, he's fine. He does. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's it's, awesome. Europe's weird, man. Let me. Okay, okay all right. Let's just. Let's just go back to Sugar Ray here. We'll get into uh, it. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, I know humors always they they, they they go for it. Doesn't always land because yeah. probably Mark McGrath being mega, but um <laughs> He just stayed at a hotel golf course thing. Anyway. Shut up. So they start ah. off with a quote unquote joke track, right? Yep. Yep. Forty five seconds of like some generic metal, I'd say. Uh, it's musically I can see that, but he's definitely like trying to do his uh, best impersonation of like that like death metal growl kind of like gravel yeah. voice to it. He was he was definitely trying to go cannibal corpse yeah. in this one. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, what I what I do like about it is like like that is the I know it's a joke. But like the middle when he's like just coughing, like clearing, it's like oh god, it's like oh god, and then he like continues on with it. It's super cool, but also like 
screaming all these nice things when you try to perceive like that type of music to be very violent and angry. And then you're like, be nice, talk to your grandmother, paint a pretty picture. I'm like, oh my Don't God. Don't run with scissors. Be nice to cops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, I thought that uh, this is, like I said, this is kind of the beginning of where I pick my musical taste. Oh, that's so cute. Sorry, we're all looking at Tony here, and he's like blowing hey! a kiss to his wife. It's in the same room. <laughs> Sorry, it's a webcam. I have Damn. to tell every. I have to make it. I have to visualize, and describe the visualization that I have <laughs> a visual because no one else experience. can see it. Podcasts are an audio yes. medium. Hey, thanks. I don't know English very well. So let's um, kick it off with like a mega hit right here. Mega, not MAGA. MAGA, <laughs> mega, large, Uber. Well, before we before we get to that, I wanted to say this is kind of the start of like, even though it was a joke track, this is kind of the start of my liking of metal music and how I got into like other bands <laughs> like System of a Down. Yeah, actually, joke track. yeah, it does remind me a little bit of what Serge would do sometimes. It's because it's because I mean maybe not vocally sometimes he might but I mean like just the instrument itself very simplistic kind of new metalish so it's yeah. just kind of there. Well, and then I'm like um, Serge will just sometimes scream. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like yeah, he'll absolutely. just do that. Like you know, it's what's the one song I was thinking of? Uh, first track on Steel. This album. Steel's album is uh, 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 is that the, Pizza Pie? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that song. It's called Chicken Stew. That's there you called. go. Um. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. Let's let us <laughs> let, let Kevin. Are you? What was that? You throwing your arms up? Just, uh, Kevin just sitting back, having a time. So all right. So Kevin can kick off every morning then, because I'm sure he also loved that track. That sounds like <laughs> if I knew it back then, I would have too. Too. Yeah. It's a really just catchy pop punk track. The thing about some of the songs on this album is that they're like softer and lighter ones uh very much remind me of the beach boys and when sugar ray is doing their beach boys impression i think it's when they're at their best on this album uh now it's dirty beach boys because that halo on her bedpost is a condom it's a condom but uh yeah it it's smooth it's it's very easy to pick up what's being put down on the first list. It's it's very yes, absolutely. I would say like every track seems to be very straightforward. Yeah. Um, and and like this is kind of like your basic talk about like relationship issues where this person like is like I, see what I when I. There's a there's a halo on their uh, on their four post bed. I'm like, is she is he saying that he's a horrible person because he's gonna take this condom and fuck somebody else, or is she a terrible person because she has these condoms so she can fuck other people? No, she either way used the condom with someone else, so he's gonna use her cheating on him as an excuse to go and cheat oh. on someone else. Look at that! I don't even get deep into it. I just like the music. Thank you, Kevin, so much for clearing that up. <laughs> what? is funny is i've always thought of i've always roasted uh the offspring for like always piggybacking on other people's sounds Uh oh this is kind of opposite because this sounds like a like this sounds like a offspring dexter holland song to me like he sounds i could see he sounds a lot like offspring on this song the more i listen to it like a couple tracks here yeah yes 
And it's just, it's funny because this is an instance where I see the reverse happening because they, by now they were on their, they already released their best album, Americana. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, I just Ooh. found it, it was a fun relationship there that instead of them cribbing, they got cribbed. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, uh, uh, Offspring, this next song on the track list here falls apart. Uh, this one kind of reminds me of Why Don't You Get a Job? So that's yeah. kind of funny that you brought that up. Because um, I think it has like a same kind of tempo thing, same kind of rhythm kind of thing going on. Uh, and the guitar, the way it's being played, um, it just seems very Why Don't You Get a Job esque, uh, in my opinion. And, uh, and there's more examples of it further down. But it's also that uh, pop punk sky infusion that was ha- yeah. just happening around the time with a lot of bands. It was just Offspring was one of uh-huh. the top ones with that. But uh, th- this was just also the time where a lot of bands were doing that. But again, it's done really well here, so that's why it's good. It is, <laughs> and that's why you know I think like it's kind of hard to put Sugar Ray with a certain genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. I guess I guess I would say punk. Not sorry, not punk. Pop, but uh, but like still, you get everything in this album, and maybe that's why uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know where I was gonna go with that, but uh, it, that's that's why I would get my musical influences in different genres and whatnot because of this. Because um, I guess I'll have to wait until we get to one of the songs to get an example of it. But uh, falls apart's pretty good here. Um, really enjoy the harmonizing during the chorus because it's like uh i forgot i don't even know what the lyrics are for that part but it's just like it's like one of the vocalists and then like topping over the other person it's just Mm -hmm. flowing really well uh and i thought that was a pretty cool thing kevin you got anything to say about it uh yeah it's uh i'm bringing up the lyrics here real quick because my whole thing is that it's uh it's one of those uh word paintings where it's not exactly like it's kind of telling the story, but it's more uh, using turns of phrases to more invoke an emotion rather than like actually being uh, literal. Uh, but uh, uh, for your chorus there being "want to hold on to you, but you're going away," yeah, yeah uh, want to hold on, want to hold you tomorrow, but you're leaving today. Like, mm-hmm. uh, then I guess that kind of towards what I was just saying now that I'm actually hearing it. <laughs> but, uh, it it's uh, uh, a uh, I don't know where I'm going to go with it now because that was going to be my point but now I'm wrong. <laughs> no, well, it's okay. Uh, everyone can be wrong. Uh, it's fine. It's okay. Some people don't like to admit when they're wrong. I'm glad you stepped up to the plate this time uh, and you took responsibility. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Kevin. Um, so, going into the next song, is this kind of set for our time right now? Personal <laughs> Space Invader. Yeah. Uh, with everybody trying to stay away from each other, this song uh, is telling you to go the fuck away, too. Um, what I thought was pretty interesting in my mind um, about this song is I remember I used to play the beginning of this song over and over again because I thought it sounded like. Chris Benoit's entrance music. Uh, <laughs> How is this wrestling? <laughs> I know. I was like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring that up. I didn't know if that'd be a, a thing to actually put on for. How is this wrestling? We but here get, we are. We can do the shout out at least. 
so shout okay, out to how is this how is wrestling <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if you listen to the, that, I, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting, and and I still like. There's like, I'm trying to still figure out Sugar Ray's sound. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but like, it's all through this album and it's all through their entire music. Even if they sound like a different genre, there's a certain sound that they have that just stuck with them the whole entire way, uh, and uh, it's it's cool what they can do here. Um, I don't even know, like, this is kind of like, uh, for this song at least, it's like they uh, have that outer space feeling because of, like, the little sound that they put in there, like, for their chorus and uh, the other guy singing. I, I, I couldn't even tell you who the other guy was. Some dude. <laughs> but, Some dude. But yeah, this is uh, also, like, this is how it's, like, pop punk. This is a pop punk. Track. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um,. And I enjoy it. I think that's, you know, like, here, like, these first few tracks, you get that taste of pop punk, and now you see where, since Tony knows me so fucking well, and Kevin, too, <laughs> and now they know where I get my influences from as far as listening to other bands. And live and direct, the next song coming up is, like, where I kind of feel like that's where the ska kind of fits in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like island stuff uh, coming, coming at you, and it seems pretty chill, and the way they, like... Uh, I don't want to say mess with the lyrics, but the way they kind of like, it's not rapping, but it's like flowing with the lyrics and it's like sounding super smooth and super awesome. And I, I think that's what I love about uh, Sugar Ray and their ability to do that kind of thing. It's a nice little pre-club club track. Yeah. Like, yeah. Riding in the car to hit up a club. Like mm-hmm. this is the kind of like smoothness that you would get before you turn everything to 11. Uh, <laughs> yes. My only issue was it, and it does feel a little bit like uh, both Sugar Ray and KRS-One are phoning in a little bit on the track. Like, it feels like really? both kind of showed up and were just like, yeah, we'll just grab a paycheck here real quick today. And, uh, <laughs> now, what would I rather seen instead? I don't know. I'm not a songwriter. This shit's hard. That's why I'm over here just critiquing people who make music. <laughs> Well, see, I don't even like to... Don't say that we're critiquing people. We're just taking things from... We're just... We're talking about how they made the music themselves. We're not necessarily saying, like, well, this is trash. Like, we might have <laughs> opinions like that. Uh, but, like, at, this, at the end of the day, we're just, like, saying, like, things that make... How this makes us feel and... and uh, giving everyone kind of an open interpretation of how For they sure. should listen to the album. Um... I, I never, I have to, I will say I disagree with you because I don't really know, I don't know where in that track they like phone it in. Um, I thought it flowed really well and for how different they are, I felt like this kind of worked really well. Um, but uh, but I guess we can agree, or we can disagree because we, we can, we're Americans. I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll go on to the next sh- hit on the record. <laughs> The other single, you know, I love it when Tony has to do. I love it when Tony has to do the transitions because it's like <laughs> they're great and they're awkward as fuck, and I love them. It's so good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's do it. This is this is my shit. This is where I got my start. I guess technically I didn't know it at the time, but Fly was when I got my start with Sugar Ray. But I didn't know that was them until I heard this song and wanted to learn more about them. Um, so someday, that's my shit. As soon as that drum comes in. Uh, 
I love it. It's like fucking, I don't know what, I don't know what it is about a good drum beat like that, but like, it's super fucking cool. And I actually thought about this on my way back home today. Uh, that drum beat sounds exactly like the beginning of Mario's battle with Bowser in Super Mario 64. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh my god, maybe this is why I love it so much, because I was doing both of those things yeah. at this time. <laughs> so, um, other than that, I feel like uh, this is the song, uh, for me, that uh, gives you everything that Sugar Ray did and everything that they will do is this song right here. Uh, because that drum beat kind of reminds me of like their older stuff on Floored and on, uh, oh god, which, which fucking, the fuck was that, the first album? Brownies and Lemonade. Thank you, Brownies and Lemonade. It remind the drum beat reminds me of those albums with how intense it was, how rock and roll it kind of was. Uh, but then you have the other instruments along with his vocals that move into the pop part of their career. So I think this song is like, this song is like Sugar Ray. This is Sugar Ray right here, yeah. Someday. 100%. It's a sweet little mm -hmm. love song. Uh, mm -hmm. How earnest is Mark McGrath being in the track? Uh, hey, no, no, who's no, to say, good. but I, mean, I, who's... <laughs> I can tell you what, that this is easily like make any day an Island Vibe day. And Goddamn it, right. It's 100% a vibe checker. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, even like maybe lyrics aren't the best <laughs> as far as like some guy fucking up his relationship oh. with some woman, some some woman not giving up on him. But I mean, like, but still. But yes, definitely vibe check for sure. Uh, aim for me. Um, this is this is your pop punk right there. This is your straight up. This is almost like I would even say pop punk is almost like punk right there for how simple it is and how heavy it is. Um, and even like even like the lyrics themselves. It's just like. It's a great big world and you don't believe in nothing. That's some punk rock shit right there. Yep, Fuck it. Yep, you know? Got a little bit of a, a outlaw country bar vibe. I could see that too. One. Yeah. Uh, especially with like the Howlin' Dogs. Uh, that this is like one that really, you're rolling down Route 66 or some shit like that. And it's just one bar by itself. There's just a whole bunch of <laughs> motorcycles parked out front. This is like what's being cranked uh, out through the windows. Isn't that, that'd be kind of funny because you don't expect bikers to listen to Sugar Ray, but I can definitely <laughs> hear this song. <laughs> definitely. Especially if they like, if they go from this song to the next song, it does not make any sense oh, for a biker to have this fucking hard. <laughs> and this is it. This is where you get like, Aim For Me was that taste of Floored and Brownies and Lemonade and then Oh To Your Lonely Hearted is you're moving on. You're moving on to the pop of uh, Sugar Ray right there and that's kind of how it was there. Ode's my favorite song on the track. Oh, really? It is uh, uh, just, I don't know what, why, but it, it just hits all the right buttons for me. I get that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep. keep. No, oh, I, that was it. Huh? It's, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the pool floaty song. It's If you're in this pool party here, you're the one on the floaty, and that's Kevin's vibe. That's Kevin's hey. vibe. 100%. Getting that vibe che getting that vibe check from Sunday someday and then you're fucking feeling it and oh to the lonely hearted. Man. Even though it's like it's it's kind of sad. Yeah, that's an ode to the lonely hearted. It, it, Kevin's like it's a sad probably world. The, 
<laughs> this uh, uh it reminds me of like the beach boys or the beatles a song that like paul would have written back in the day okay uh yeah it's uh who's beating it sorry uh i guess Kevin's they're thinking. doing construction outside Uh-oh. oh i thought kevin was uh, thinking <laughs> uh it you know it right it's a timeless track i guess yeah. is what i'm trying to also as. doesn't hurt his track eight right kevin eh? eight shout out to eights eights like the number eight are we <laughs> yeah. just saying yeah okay uh yeah shout out to fucking track eight and eights and whatever the fuck that was uh, <laughs> being let's... born on the eight. Oh, oh, ha eight's a good so, number Eight's a good number i yeah, it would have taken me fucking months to figure out what you meant by eight so <laughs> like what do you it would have taken me until october 8th to remember oh what that was all about. <laughs> By the way, that's their birthdays. Both of them are on the same goddamn day. It is um, cool. Um, it is cool. And what is also cool is track nine, which was on Scary Movie. Or no, it wasn't. That's no. the wrong one. Sorry. Damn the, it. The, 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 song that, the song that was on Scary Movie was on a different album. This is my bad. Uh, this song, Burning Dog, actually um, probably my least favorite track on the album um, oh, we're not even close to my least favorite track. Well, okay. I, <laughs> there is also one. There is one that I don't like. Oh, we'll talk about that when it comes oh, up. You guys are gonna yep. hate on Steve that, Miller Band. I'm gonna be mad. Oh, it's coming. Oh, no. <laughs> it's coming. Baby. I was gonna say this is not good. <laughs> I'm not counting the cover. I'm not counting the cover. If I'm talking about original Sugar Ray songs right here, the least favorite is Burning Dog. But at the same time, I remember. Okay. I have this, uh, this, um, what do you want to call that? Uh, fucking, this one thing that Tony said, uh, god damn it, I always fuck up the word and I can't remember it. It's like an anthology, not an anthology, a thu, thu, you, no, something, I'll fucking, okay, anyways. <laughs> Synthesis, yeah. So, when I listened to System of a Down, and I remember telling Tony that I had a least favorite album, Tony was like, that doesn't count because, like, if you, if <laughs> it's like saying that this album is your least favorite child. Yeah. Uh, and that's what Tony said to me. And that's what I feel like Burning Dog is on this album for me. It's like my least favorite child, even though I love it so much. <laughs> um, it, it's, the, it's the fail, the fail one. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what they were trying to do. It actually almost has like a, a, a filter vibe to it that uh, Hey Man, Nice Shot song. Is that filter? No, it's not filter. That's uh. Oh, who the hell is that? Who the fuck is that? Hey man, nice shot. Yeah. Is it filter? It might be filter. Okay. Well, either way, it, it kind of has that vibe going for it too. So, but I still like. I still like it, but it's not my favorite song in this album. I, it didn't seem to like fit. It didn't. This is like the one song where I felt like it wasn't anywhere past or present. Sugar Ray. This is just kind of like a weird new sound with Mark yeah. Rath's voice. Definitely uh, them trying to take a stab and just do something different uh what this song reminds me of uh is the uh everything's fine meme this is fine <laughs> this is fine it did this call fine. that it did i'm call it. Wow. I'm, o- I'm okay with this 
Uh, that's definitely uh, a good picture to have while you're listening to that track. <laughs> um, now, you know, now that you said that, it's back up there. It's back up. <laughs> good graces of me. Best song of the <laughs> album. Because that mean. Best, best song of the album, yeah. I'm going to go that far. Um, the next song, even though uh, when I was younger and I heard this song, I thought it was Someday Part 2. Um, it's a great yeah. way to describe the song. Yeah, because I think, like, it has that sound... Uh, and actually, you know, if you're thinking about how Someday is sung, how this guy fucks up in relationships and this one woman keeps coming back because she loves him, uh, it's almost like a, I don't know if this is going to be from like her perspective or if it's like a different perspective of a relationship where it's like, uh, even though there's always something with you, like, it's, it's weird how they turn, but they have the same kind of sound to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Agreed. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, agreed. <laughs> Fuck yeah, cool. Uh, um, but then, moving on, here we go, Kevin. The cover song, uh, which, I mean, I didn't mind, but it didn't need to be on here. And here we are. Go ahead, Kevin. I appreciate when a band tries to take a bad song and put a twist on it to try and make it better. But making it sleazier just was not the right move for this origin. It's it's a trash cover of a trash song. (laughs) So you didn't even like the original song? No, never in the history of mankind has a man ever sounded sexy saying the word panties. (laughs) You're right. And trying to make this like an even sexier, like uh, uh, strip club version of the song, like it, it. Two yeah, thumbs but, down. Yeah, Two but Mark McGrath, down. Mark McGrath is hot. Man, you could say that shit, right, and get away with it, kind of. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, no, he's not. No, <laughs> no. Uh, it, Steve Miller has a lot of great songs. Abracadabra is not one of them. <laughs> so I magicians why- are not sexy. <laughs> David Copperfield's kind of sexy. Uh, <laughs> he was. He was. <laughs> at least he, he, he was. was. Uh, he was on Epstein's. He was in Epstein's book. Oh no! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, Copperfield. I'm sorry. He was in Epstein's. Oh book. no! I'm so sorry. I didn't mean any of that. Um. <laughs> so I just thought I was just thinking of magicians. I was like trying to. Ah, uh, just forget it's it. It's in uh. the category of bad song, catchy chorus. Yeah, because it got stuck yeah, in my head. That. It's an awful song, but I will get so the bad. chorus. I will get this chorus <laughs> stuck in my head. Abra, abra, cadabra. I'ma reach out and grab ya. Like that's awful. It's like no hands to yourself, Steve Miller. It's so bad. You were just talking you. about it being a personal space invader. Why are you trying to get up to my grill park? <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. I'm glad we're social distancing right now. Um. So, next song, uh, I guess you could say it's the last song, really, but uh, Glory, uh, I enjoy this ending because I feel like this is the last bit of the old Sugar Ray that you hear because it's just super rock, it's super, it sounds like something that could be on Floored and, and, and uh, Brownies and Lemonade and would fit right in, uh, and I feel like this is kind of like 
this is the the last second, the 14:59. This is the last second before their 15 minutes is up right here, uh, with their with their old selves. And I feel like they did a very good job with this song. And again, because it like the rest of the album doesn't go as hard, it's one of those things where it gets away with maybe sounding more generic rock because it sounds like it's a pop mm. punk band thrashing as hard as they can, <laughs> meaning. Yeah, they use an extra chord, you know, and <laughs> extra chord picks up the distortion just a little bit, right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, it does whip a little bit though, and it does definitely come off as that like middle finger to all of the critics who were saying like, "Yeah, Sugar Ray's gonna be a one-hit wonder." What are these? And it's like, how about go fuck yourself, my guy? <laughs> I think there was there was three singles on this album. It was every morning. Uh, falls apart in someday. Oh, falls yeah. apart was one too. Okay. I thought falls apart was one of them. I thought that it was. Usually I know every yeah, morning. I mean, someday usually was. I put down the singles. Yeah, I know. We didn't uh, do that this time. Um, I'm pretty sure falls apart is uh, one of the singles on this one. So um, I can look it up while you transition. That's well. But here's the thing. I'm still going to talk about Gloria for a second because oh. this reminds me of. Here we go. Real Big Fish, when they were dropping their fucking record label and they made an entire album that was just shitting on them. And I think this is, I'm not saying that uh, uh, this is what Sugar Ray was doing with this one song or anything, but it was like, uh, I don't know, it was, it was like what, uh, I forgot Kevin or I forgot who said it, but it was like the big middle finger. Yep. To, yeah, so this is like the big middle finger and I feel like that kind of ties in with my, my love for Real Big Fish. There, I said it. I want to make sure Ska was in in this at some point uh, anyways oh yeah i mean there's a again there's a ska side of this because it's like it's beach pop punk is like yeah for sure is the tagline i'd give it and you need that mm-hmm. beach in there so there's your ska bullshit there it is <laughs> god damn right um so yeah uh you called it every morning then someday and then falls apart yeah um, i fucking i know my shit again my shit again, and again it just shows how life was different back then so first single every morning dropped in january of 99 second mm-hmm. one someday not until june mm-hmm. no and then shit the th- and then the that's third, a long time then the third not until the uh falls apart not until the end of december oh wow <laughs> they wrote a whole year out on singles with this um hey. so there's that and then uh the song aim for me was in a disney straight to home movie called max really max keeble's big move Ooh. well now i gotta watch it now i gotta watch it i got disney plus i'll find it on there it received mixed oh reviews from critics and grossed 18 million against its 25 million budget <laughs> oh god it does have jamie kennedy in it and robert Kidd. oh well there's your problem and robert carradine who uh is that not a Richard. brother of David yeah. Kennedy. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, so yeah, it's a brother of. Now, um, before what was that movie called again? <laughs> Max Max Keeble's big move. Max Keeble's big move. Thank you. I wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it. Or I'm gonna watch it. Um, uh, what's neat is that apparently on the tour that they were selling an expanded version of the album. Uh, just yeah. looking up here, that uh, Fly was on it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. An Aim For Me demo, a acoustic version of Every Morning, 
mm-hmm. falls apart. Radio edit. And then a song called Rivers, and I kind of had to go look this one up here real quick. Oh, yes! This is the one that's done with, um, is that done with Weezer? It was, at the very least, inspired by Rivers Cuomo. Uh, okay. And that's then what the song is about. It's about uh, the lead singer of Weezer. Fucking A. So I didn't mean to take away your glory on that no, one. I was yeah. really excited because I was like, ah, hey, took away it's, his it's, glory. <laughs> Stealing <up>. his glory. <laughs> and the ones I left behind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Were you saying more stuff about the that song, Kevin? No, that that was it. Okay. Um, before we do leave this album, I do have to say the outro of this album uh, scared me when I was little, uh, and I guess uh, <laughs> I was 11, so it scared me then. So um, not a fan of the circus. I I no. It was like it was because it was. I didn't mind it, but it was like a distorted, minor key version of every morning mm-hmm. on this weird. Uh, circus piano it sounded very eerie and I remember like just hearing the fuzziness and like listening to the song and like trying to go to sleep that night I was like I'm gonna die in my sleep because of this fucking song that's it um so I think that's all that together like it took me a while to realize it was every morning um in that whole thing there but that is uh, the vocal phrasing of it there uh what I kind of love about it is that like it puts me in a very particular place, and that is a movie theater arcade where Sugar Ray would be playing and Karn Evil, if you remember that, like, uh, rail shooter yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That'd be good. That is funny. Um, but yeah, that's the album. Good album. It's a good album. Good goddamn album. It's a nice one. It, it was... That it was $10 you paid ahead. back then went a long way. It did. And, and Tony, you brought this up uh, when you were first listening to it this week, that it was kind of a nice album to get your quarantine started, I guess, because, like, it was a nice, easy listen, and, and like, times might be fucking weird right now, but uh, uh, here we are, just enjoying ourselves, knowing that there's going to be something better in the future and uh, stuff that we've had in the past. Um, so Well said. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Um but yeah, that was that was extremely my shit. I love Sugar Ray so much, uh, and that's that's it. I guess like that. Like I said, I have to just reiterate. Like this kind of like ties into a lot of the things that I love, uh, like Sugar Ray. Now you know I, I moved on from Sugar Ray, and I went to System of a Down, and then Real Big Fish, and like all those bands. As weird as it sounds, kind of tie together because of how weird this one album was and i remember just listening to the listening the shit out of this album jesus christ i remember it was like the only thing in my cd player and like when it skipped i almost cried because i thought i was broke the oh CD. no yeah and i think break out know, the toothpaste i know see i, I didn't i didn't know that it was a thing it everyone had a, a, their like fix the scratched CD hack and none of them ever seemed to work whenever I tried it, so. <laughs> well, here we are. But uh, but that was Sugar Ray. I fucking love it. God. You know, those three bands that you mentioned could actually do a fantastic job of describing your personality. So if you want to feel like you really <laughs> know Ben, go and just cram that discography right there. There you go. Real Big Fish System of Down and Sugar Ray. Bam. You got me, baby. <laughs> Oh, what a way to put that. That sounds crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, do we have any hyper-specific questions? I've got one. You've got one, Tony? you got one? Uh, we'll judge mine by yours first. I 
Don't have one yet. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on one second. We've got to wait for the drop. Hyper specific. And it's dropped. Kevin, you go ahead. So Sugar Ray is named supposedly after Sugar Ray Robinson. Okay. Oh. What? Uh, no, that's Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar yeah, Ray Robinson's Leonard. a uh, musician. Oh! The blues guy! Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm smart. What three, named, what three named celebrity would you drop one of the names from to make your band? Sugar Ray from Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, three name actor... It doesn't have to be an actor, just celebrity. Oh, three names, celebrity. Um, oh my, that's a good one. Shit. the The first thing that popped in my head was Joseph Gordon Lovett. So I'm like, Gordon Lovett? No, that's I actually kind of like that. Gordon Lovett. I, mean, I was because I was like, Gordon Joseph Lovett. Lovett. You can get sponsored. Joseph Gordon. You can get sponsored by uh, Coldstone. <laughs> Gordon, love it. Gordon love it. <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's, that's the not second. That's the second uh, biggest size they have there. <laughs> Gordon love it. <laughs> so you're their second biggest endorsement. They'll get a bigger one than you, and then a smaller one. <laughs> so you're the medium. That's it. Um, it's like a nesting doll. Like <laughs> if uh, okay, I actually I do have one now. Tony, do you want you want me to go? Or do you wanna? You want to go first? I want to go with Kevin. I want to think of Kevin's question. I didn't answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Question. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Um, hmm. I'm going to be, uh, instead of Sarah Jessica Parker, I'm going to be Jessica Parker. And I'm, it's going to be all instrumental stuff. So they're just going to, I'm going to show <laughs> that, you know, gender's construct, man. You just assume this was a woman. And then they'll finally see a picture of me and be like, wait, that's Jessica wait, Parker. Wait, what? <laughs> And that, <laughs> that's me pulling a fast one on him. There it is. I like it. There it is. Um, okay, I guess I'll I'll do my question. Yeah, question. mine is as low okay. effort as it comes, so it has to close out because. Okay, all right, let's do it. <laughs> we reward um, when we don't put any effort into things. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So Sugar Ray covered Abracadabra. Now, could you? Would you? Is there a different song that you think that they could cover better than Abracadabra? Yes. Literally, also any, na- literally also name the any song. other song. <laughs> no. Dude, okay, hold on. Uh, it's like, it's like, is this your worst song of all time? Is no, that it? Like no. Abracadabra? It, it's pretty high up on that list, but it's. I wouldn't say I'd have to really break down what I think the worst song of all time is. Uh, what song could Sugar Ray do really well? Uh, you know, I've been name checking the Beach Boys. I'd think that if they took a crack at uh, 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 what's the hit off of Pet Sounds? Uh, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it? Oh, I could see that. That's good. I'm gonna try and think here of something where they'll take a sad song and make it islandy. So let's brainstorm. Hmm. Okay. How about I an Alanis Morissette song? I'd like to see them try Adele's Rolling in the Deep and turn it instead into a sort of 
more positive outlook. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think they could uh, maybe do it, <laughs> and maybe not. So just maybe you have been challenged, Mark McGrath, by never hearing this and. Uh, <laughs> But stumbling upon it one day when he's stuck in his house listening to whatever. Maybe he name searches. So there we go. That's it. Let's hope he name searches. I'll make sure to tag him and Sugar Ray. Yes, please. He he definitely comes off as a guy who's like Googling Sugar Ray every single day of the week. (laughs) Like, Let's see if my band's in the news today. And then I'll immediately sell him off by calling him out on his <laughs> mega leanings in the intro. Losing our fourteen fifty nine, our personal fourteen fifty nine. All right, so we're gonna cap this off with my amazing question. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Uh, name the na- name the sex move. Sugar, sugar ray. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's giving somebody a sugar ray? God damn uh, it! So <laughs> if you if you look at their uh, first Even album Jess cover, is shaking there, her head. <laughs> if you look at their first album cover, uh, it is of a lovely is, lady, yep, uh, with her posterior in the air, and if you just sprinkle a little sugar on top of that, see, they are not above this. <laughs> no, no, they're not. <laughs> So Kevin's saying it's I mean, a specific, what do you, it's a what specific do you think type of body shot. Was referring to, yeah, or <laughs> Abracadabra making it the horniest song with a ska beat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they are not well, above naming a sex move the they're, sugar. Ring. They're not. They're not, and they probably encourage it. Really. Um, He's back in. What? I made fun of him from our lago. <laughs> now he's up back in. That's it. it. Only took the entire episode to get. To it. <laughs> it did. He has a lot like, of patience. If I would have, if I would have just listened to the end of it. Um. Wow. Uh, as far as the sex move, I, I don't want to like cop out and say what Kevin said because that does make sense. Well, I mean, it's on the album, right. but here's the scenario: you lock eyes with Amber, you give her the look, and you say, oh, "Can no. I? Oh, can hey. I try the sugar ray tonight?" Uh, what would you assume that she's thinking? Oh, she's probably then not use, it, have use sex your with emergency me. get out of jail free card. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm gonna just. <laughs> she's just gonna not have sex with me if I say like, "Hey, do you want to do the sugar ray tonight?" That's it. That's the only thing. She's gonna be like, "Uh, a what? Uh, we're gonna just." I wash the Let's dishes. Just, like, uh, how about no? <laughs> that's the sexiest thing a man can do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um. So I guess my sex moves a cop out because I probably wouldn't be having sex if I asked someone to do the sugar ray. <laughs> uh, 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 so that's that's this. Oh no, we lost Mark McGrath again because of me. I'm sorry, Mark, come back. Um, oh hi, Mark. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. So that's that's it. That's the episode. Um, not exactly radio. Extremely my shit. Sugar ray. Absolutely love that stuff. And uh, next week, we got something interesting that we're going to be doing. A lot of people have been watching this television show because uh, we're on lockdown. Um, And it came came as the best, at the best possible time when we needed them most. It it did. It really did. Um, 
Go ahead. It was just like, do you guys want a seven-part documentary on the most extremely Oklahoma man, <laughs> an extremely Florida woman that you have ever met? Oh, <laughs> have we got a show for you. It is called Tiger King. You probably watched it. If you haven't, you probably will soon because, Jesus Christ, it is. you'll want to watch it all in one day. Honestly, yeah. it's almost what happened to me and my fiance Amber. Uh but next week, we're going to be talking about Joe Exotic's music. We're going to fucking do it. I mean... We got the idea. I have to give the shout-out. I got the idea from Alan from Breaking and Entering. Uh, he, he's like... Who's a bro, good idea guys, machine, so we know. He's good if, at, if he's offering a good idea, it's probably a good... You know, or an idea, it's probably a good one, because he's a good idea We got to take it. We, we got to take it. So, Alan, thank you so much for the inspiration. We're going to do it. We're going to listen to some... Sh- some Joe Exotic music and talk about it next week. I'm not even sure how many songs he has, but we're going to listen to him. Uh, and we'll probably find an hour to fill. It's going to be great. Um, uh, Kevin, you in You in for that? I'm in for that. All right, fucking sick. I mean, again, Oklahoma and Florida, easily one of two of the most deranged states in our union. I mean, Oklahoma isn't real, so <laughs> it already has that going for it. And Florida is, I mean, you don't get the memes out of that state that you do without it being its way it is and like so like texas it's like if you rounded up all the craziest texans let's not bash every state quick no. let's just keep going the forward craziest with texans got. and then uh found their cousins the ones that just got out of prison there's oklahomans no, <laughs> I, I don't Oklahoma. fucking, I don't fucking The know. entire state is from people who like just came in and was like, this is mine now. Like they <laughs> couldn't be where they were. So they, anyways, and it was like, oh, you know, this is you mine. Know I own this What now. they have in common and why they're both one of, the, they're both panhandle states. They got oh, the panhandle. Yep. And all those people in scrunched in that panhandle, oof, out of the frying pan. Into the penny. Yeah. <laughs> the there we go. That's a good Anyways, <laughs> Jesus Christ, let's get the fuck out of here. All okay. right. We're going to be talking about Joe Exotic next week. Cannot wait to talk about that. Uh, anyways, that was not exactly radio. Another episode here. Sugar Ray1459. Love that shit. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We got some cool things that we like to post sometimes that might make you laugh. Either way, uh, we will. Be back next week. Hey, it's Benny K and Tony Just Tony. Tony Just Tony. Kevin, thank you so much again for joining us. Hell yeah. We'll see you again next week. We're out of here. Bye-bye.